Hi guys, you are listening to episode 10 of Free Your Mind. As usual, I'm Donald and um, I'm joined today by Kes. Hey. V. Hello. And our special guest, Lemo. How are you doing, man? I'm good. Doing yeah. fine. How, how are you doing? Yourself? Oh yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I mean, uh, yeah. No more, no more Can you say your name again? Lemuel. Yeah. Can you spell it? L E M U E L. Lemuel. Sounds like a, a tongue twister as well. Lemuel. <laughs> Have you had people pronounce it wrong? Yeah, all the time. And I've stopped correcting people. So it's called. What did people shorten it to? Lemuel. Lemuel, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Anyway, girls, how, like you, how, have you, how have you girls been? You know, how, how's your week been? Good. Been good? Mm, it was a four-day week, so... Yeah, oh, because yeah. Monday was a holiday. Awesome. Yeah, so... It's good. Well, my, my week is yet to be made. <laughs> <laughs> I have received no nudes this week. Oh, uh, yes. Okay, uh, we're not going to get well, into that. keep but, them coming. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, after you don't know, just say. Yeah. Uh, you want my yeah. nudes? You want people to send? You want people sending me nudes to send the nudes to you? I, oh, you, I, that's why I dropped my username. Yeah, but then people sending me nudes are going to be dudes, no? Like yeah, and then girls, you're going like, to send it to you. And then, oh, wow, why would it? What? No. Anyway, just to be clear, please, women only. I beg, no guys. <laughs> No guys, please. Uh, yeah. I don't roll like that. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> let's get let's get into it for today, man. Alright, so our first segment is Free Your Mind Frenzy, where we discuss selected stories from Ghana and across Africa. And the first story takes us to Kenya. And um, last week there was a study conducted in schools where on sex education. And apparently the Kenyan teenagers want to be taught how to use contraceptives, including condoms, oral pills, injectables, as part of sexual edu- like sex education. Yeah. And they are saying that stop the moral talk in sex education and just tell us everything that we need to know. HIV, how do we get it? How do we prevent it? And they also went on to reveal that, you know, we're actually having sex. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you might as well tell us everything. Yeah, how do you guys feel about that? I think that's great. That's great, right? Yeah, you're all for that. Yes, we we in Africa we like theoretical too much. What's about mm-hmm. the practical part? You know that if no matter what, you're gonna have people who are going to um, have sex. So you have to, you can't just tell them, oh, don't have sex or use a condom or something. But show them how to use it and give them the other options. Maybe you tell them this is better than this. Mm-hmm. So you have a specialist, a doctor, a medical person come in give that advice, and then show them how to actually use the condom, how to use birth control pills, because I think you can't miss a day and that can mess you up and whatever, yeah. and all the different contraceptives out there. Mm. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Because uh, I, I, I think in this day and age, there's a lot more people having sex. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, that's so true. Yeah. we can't hide behind, oh, I'm giving you the sex talk or the some sex ed in school and that's yeah. it no okay it more. so basically you're saying that they should stop the yeah do, sex is bad so yeah that's where it ends yeah and sex is just for adults yeah so, so you, you you guys are not adults so you shouldn't be having sex <laughs> you, know, you know there's the religious aspect to it where you can't get married um you can't get can't, can't have sex you can't have sex before marriage, marriage. yeah yeah but 
not everyone abides by the rules. Okay. So you just have to be aware that there are going to be people going, who are yeah, going to do it regardless. Yeah, yeah. So then you just have to. And it's, yeah. I mean, I think all that is sex education. Yeah. It's all, all part sex. of it. Yeah, yes. that's the argument. But yeah. we just kind of forget about those and just do, yeah. oh, don't do this. If you do this, you get pregnant. Mm. If you have sex, you get pregnant. And yeah. That's it. Or you, you die or <laughs> you have yeah. HIV AIDS or something. Lama, what do you think? Um, I think um, is, is that a step in the right direction? Yeah. Well, yeah, because most of the time, um, when they're talking about sex, it's all about the things, the wrong things that could happen, like the mistakes that could happen. I mean, getting pregnant, AIDS, STDs, etc. But no one really talks about what sex is, and they they have this perception that sex is for adults. Mm-hmm. Well, that's based on perspectives, right? Yeah. Because Okay, if you're in a Christian family, obviously, growing up, your parents will always direct sex education towards you have to do this that when you're married. That's if you half the sex <laughs> if, yeah, if. Yes, if, that's if you get, you can only have sex after you've gotten married or, yeah, yeah exactly. But this is, I think it's it's high time that our even our parents should, after telling us that, okay, this is the Christian way, this is how it's supposed to be done, then they tell us, okay, but, if this should happen, this is what you should do. Uh, I mean, there's a condom, there's contraceptives, there's this, 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 mm-hmm. to keep you protected. Because that's what, because they don't do none of that, most of the youth are getting sex education from the internet or from friends, etc. Yeah, so from the wrong sources. Yeah. yeah. And, okay. you, and they can't be misinformed. Yeah, you, you, you realize that um, probably a, a, a lady will probably have unprotected sex and then get pregnant. And it's not because it's just because she didn't know yeah. what to do. Yeah, it's not because of anything else. Or it's not like she intended to get pregnant, but she didn't know that there are a day day after pills or whatever it is that she could have used to prevent the pregnancy or anything. So I, th- I think it's, it's a step in the right, right direction, and we should our African parents should move from the perception of. I mean, the moral thing is all good. I mean, there's nothing wrong with yeah, it, and it's, yeah. it's it's good. We shouldn't lose sight. Yeah, of that. we should yeah. we shouldn't push that away. But at the same time, we should also be realistic yeah. because not all of us they're training us right, but not all of us are gonna, and not everybody's going to go Total that line. way. Just like yeah. Kes was saying, uh huh. So it's it's. I think it's it's great that they they broaden the horizon of yeah. sex education. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. So. V, what do you yeah, think about I that? I pretty much agree with what um, Lemuel and Kess have said. It, I mean, we live, this is 2017. We've got to upgrade upgrade the methods with, with which people are being taught these things. You can't be preaching abstinence. People are not absta- abstaining. People as young as 11, 12 are having sex. So you might as well give them all the information that they need to be able to like make the right decisions. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Yeah, I mean you can't you can't <laughs> act like it's not happening. It's happening. Yeah, it's so happening. you know, deal with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So basically, what we are saying is to prevent the misinformation and wrong interpretations. Better save than sorry. Give them the full information. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Let them be adequately prepared, mm-hmm. and then yes. yeah, teach them to make the right decisions. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So to our next uh, story, staying in Kenya, apparently. They have the second worst traffic in the world. <laughs> and on average, they spend about 63 minutes in traffic. Get out. That's yeah. Over on Get out. Wow. Ugh. Yeah. 
on average, they spend about 63 minutes in traffic. This is according to the 2017 traffic index. So I just want to know right now, what was the worst traffic situation you found yourself in, and how long were you in traffic for? Hmm. I remember one time I was in traffic. Um, if you know um, Spintex Road, uh, where you get to the the tunnel leading to East Ligon. Yeah. Like, okay, so there was two lanes. There was one lane where people were going straight on, and then the, the other lane where people were branching to the to the right the, to go under the, the tunnel. tunnel. Yeah. And you have people being smart drivers and using the lane that's going straight mm-hmm. and then they get to the front of that lane and then join the tunnel lane and yeah. then they okay very annoying um but i remember sitting in traffic getting to the tunnel for about 40 minutes i was i was going some real close almost like you know when you're almost there yeah. Yeah. it's just you need you just need to get under the tunnel get through and then go yeah. into the gun like <laughs> I mean, that's the worst part where you can literally see. You can the see where you're going. It's right like there. the whole Moses yeah. and the Promised Land thing. You're there, just there. Oh my god! Yeah. So yeah, forty minutes on something which should have taken like ten minutes. Yeah, less than ten minutes to do, and that is so frustrating because like when you have people waiting for you, I hate being late. I hate keeping people waiting. Um, so yeah, I felt really bad and I was getting stressed out and yeah, my friend was like, oh, come on, come. I couldn't calm down. Like I was, I was heated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's not cool. I think the worst one I was in was around the Tama Harbour area. Mm. When I coming from Tama to, towards Sakumono. Yeah. That, that was crazy. Yeah. There was a period where like between 4 p.m. and 6 that was the worst. Yeah, I was in, I was in that for like an hour and a half. Goddamn. Yeah, that was that was pretty crazy. Yes, I tried to avoid also? traffic. <laughs> Lucky, I have I drive fifteen minutes to work and back. So oh yeah, actually. yeah. I you have, you have a really good job. Yeah, you're lucky. But I think one night I was going to Osu for a friend's birthday dinner. So Spintex road traffic. Like, oh yeah, Spintex oh, traffic is Friday crazy. night, yeah. like six. I was supposed to get a, like. Eight or so, and I think I left home like six. I I think I le- I got there after eight. Wow! Like, yeah, traffic is crazy, and and like when you 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 pass that traffic, is like so. What was it all along? What was it? It's it's just crazy drivers and too many cars on the road, yo. Yeah. Yeah, I hate L- traffic. All right, Lomo, have you been in any situation something like that? Um, well, that was about twelve years ago. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, <laughs> throw us all the way back. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We had just moved to Wager. Oh, okay. Tesano. Okay. And at that time, uh, the Wager road was just two lanes, one going and oh, one coming. Okay. Uh-huh. And, wow. Uh, we we're going. I was going to school. My, like my parents were going to drop me in school and dance so man. Okay. So at that time, we had, we had to leave the house latest by five thirty. But even at five thirty, there was traffic. Yeah. Wow. So we had been in traffic from like about. 5.45, it was almost 7. And we had moved, like, just a few meters from our junction when you get in. For, like, an hour and a half, we were in the same spot. Like, we hadn't even moved <laughs> anywhere. So oh, my brother, my little brother and I got down from the car and started walking. <laughs> I mean, by the, oh, we got so close to school that by the time they picked us up, we had we had spent, like, 
more than an hour on the road. Like wow. it took them like more than an hour to even get to us where we we had walked wow. such a long walking distance. Walking was even faster. Yeah, yeah, I mean getting to school, but yeah, but now the roads are better. But yeah, yeah. wow, that must have been yeah. rough. Mm. Also going to Cape Coast because we're going to visit my sister at school. Yeah, and it takes us. We don't leave quite as early, like six a.m. We leave mm. about eight, oh, okay. and most times it takes us about five hours to get to Cape Coast, which is about two hour drive. Yeah. And wow. then five hours to get back home. Mm. Yeah. But this wow. was back then, yeah. This is no, like oh, she's recently. in school now. No. She's oh, okay. finishing up. So okay. this is on on that like road last year. If you're one. coming from Cape Coast, you need to cross the toll booth before three PM. Oh. After three PM I mean the traffic is mad. Mm. I mean you you probably spend like another three hours yeah. wow. in traffic, yeah, before you get home. So you know, it's yeah, all this road construction. Yeah, there's a lot of construction roads, going on. Bad yeah. drivers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bad drivers is a constant, man. Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we are, we are, we are going to uh, come to Ghana for our next story. So um, about 30, actually, 30 suspects were arrested from a house in Accra. Mm-hmm. And out of the... For, uh, for suspected uh, fraud activities. Mm-hmm. And out of the 30 people, 29 of them were Nigerians. No. <laughs> v, why did you laugh? No. <laughs> why did you, why did you no, laugh? No, no, the laugh was just brewing. It was brewing anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, the police retrieved uh, 34 laptops and 48 mobile phones. Oh, wow. But listen, all I'm saying is, right, these are, if 30 guys decide to live together, what is there something wrong with that? <laughs> and I mean, come on, 34 laptops. It's fair, isn't it? Amongst 30 people. Mm. One person may have one more mm. for, for work and personal use. And 48 phones. I mean, some of us actually use three phones. Mm. So that adds up, right? Yeah. So why are these people being arrested? Mm. What? Because they're doing fraud. That's yeah. why. Yeah. They're doing fraud. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing that could be the argument. Yeah. That is the argument. Now it's easier. It's you can use your phone. There's, lab, um, there's Wi-Fi everywhere. You can get mobile data everywhere. So mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically the question is, is it still lucrative? Like, I mean, hmm. because for me, I feel like a lot of their methods are now out in the open. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. But this is how I see it. I think that now... They probably with the new ways that they they've probably been forced to develop mm. will probably involve a group. Will probably mm. be a a group thing. You yeah. understand me? Rather than before, where you know someone could just walk into an internet cafe by himself, yeah, just carry out fraudulent activities and not get caught. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that now people are used to a lot of those you know methods. Yeah, so yeah. probably whatever they are doing now, I don't know. Probably involves like forces them to do it in a group or yeah you know that sort of thing. Maybe that's why you have thirty guys in one house. I think I heard um, about a Nigerian guy that sold an airport to some. Oh, yeah. Hey, he sold a what? An <laughs> yeah. airport. Sold an airport. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Hey, that story was some. massive. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's the biggest story I've ever read. Some international yes. bank. It was crazy. Wow, an airport. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, well, these yeah. were getting really smart. <laughs> I think when you come with a big big boy lie like bam this is my airport yeah like it's a big lie like you cannot make shit like that up maybe mm-hmm. so i think yeah, it's, it's a bit more believable to the people no? but there are ways you know like get people to play different roles at different yeah. times mm-hmm. i mean there are ways i mean when you actually when you watch these 
con artist movies. You yeah. know, you, you see how they go about to have people in the right places at the right time. Yeah. They even have people go into offices and everybody there is an actor. Mm-hmm. None of them actually works there. Everybody has a desk, like everybody's working, they're yeah. not doing yeah. anything. Yeah. Once you sign the contract, get money is in the account. Okay, yeah, everybody's gone. This is your card. The your card is done. <laughs> so I, I won't be surprised if this airport thing. He had a few people around in the right places. Yeah. So that's my secretary. Take it to yeah, my so office. That's, yeah, that, that's yeah. where my argument comes. That I feel like now they will have to be in a group. Like it will have to be. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe your yeah. collaboration. Yeah. Maybe your guys were arrested for building regulations, like having more than. But they accepted really? number of people in one and house. So Maybe it wasn't for fraud. <laughs> Thirty-four people in one really? house. Yeah. That's Maybe. a thing. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't for. But I mean, yeah, the they've been, been you know, bed. they've been under surveillance for some for time. Some, oh, I see. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then they, they, the police only moved them because they had reason to believe that. Mm. Yeah, these yeah. guys are actually carrying out fraudulent activities. As so to whether the in. thing is still lucrative, hell, I believe. They've upped their game. They've upped the levels. Mm. They're not doing the same old four one nine. I would yeah. like the Sakawa boys have evolved. Yeah. Like yeah. so, yeah. It must, it must be lucrative if people are still doing it. Otherwise, people would have stopped doing it, right? Mm. No. So that that what what comes in? Well, the question there would be like, has it reduced? Has it reduced? Probably not. No, I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I don't it's think just so. They've okay. just upgraded their methods. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Then I guess it's still lucrative then. It's fair yeah. To say. Uh, do, do you remember the not the, even the cars that people drive? I mean, I don't judge people you, based on do, the cars, uh, Yeah, I was going to say that. Do you judge you know, someone based yeah, on? Yeah. Like, oh, this person is a. Yeah, no, but you can actually tell, you know. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I can't tell. You can't tell. Give me these details. Yeah. Oh, you can. How do you tell? Okay. For me, most of the time when you see these guys. Most of the time, have the nappy hair going, have the jeans. Yeah, that's dangerous. That's dangerous. For me, like that's how I, I don't know, but all the ones I have come into contact with, oh, okay, they so have a, a certain look. Uh huh. Like okay. all of them have a certain look, and okay. I well, I can't help it because I've 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 seen okay. that kind oh, of thing okay. like, yeah. a number of times. So yeah. I just feel like well, all of you. I mean, once in a while you get someone who's decent guy has his money and decides he wants his nappy hair done. Yeah. That's okay. But most of the time, the, these guys I've met okay. have this. So for you, you don't necessarily judge on sight, but then you just have a good guess in your yeah. mind. Oh, yeah. Maybe I mean, this person could probably. Could, yeah, I wouldn't say, oh, straight oh, away, sure, these yeah. guys, but mm. looking at the way. Yeah, yeah you. Based do. on your experiences, you would say that, okay, he's yeah. showing some signs. That yeah, they're, they're, well, yeah. And okay. well, on whether it's still lucrative, I, I, I think it is. It's just that they've. It, they've changed what they were they were they were doing before. Yeah, that's because, what uh-huh, because previously, well, they were getting people to send them more money. Yeah, money. Because, but yeah, now yeah, they're sending money. clothes, they're sending mobile yeah. phones, sending laptops, yeah. they're selling TVs. Yeah, you know. So yeah. just like she was saying, they've upped their game. Yeah. To, yeah. But Lemuel, you said that they they have a certain look. Would you say that they look like no one would employ them? Like, like, <laughs> do they look like okay? They have money, unemployable. But they don't look employable. No, yeah, like in a, in a certain way, like you see the person, and from it's like okay, I'm I'm just here to show off my money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just like sorry, not to go, sorry, uh, oh, yeah, but like that, that's how most of the time it is. Like you you see them and. Yeah, they like to be very sure. Uh-huh, yeah. 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 They like to show you that yeah. Yeah, yeah. the money is no. there. But you know something, V, to address what you were saying, they don't look unemployable. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I feel like 
if let's say during the week, right? I can look employable, but during the weekend, I want to. I you go want to, out yeah, and dress un- have- unemployable. <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, like, yeah. how, that could be the case, right? But you know, the way you would be, you just no. unemployable won't be the same as them. No, why wow. not? It's not, can, no, it's not, it's not like, yeah, you know, like sometimes. Okay, then then this is where this is where we start talking about. This is where we we mention what are the things that make such people look unemployable. Are you talking about their hair? What the things they wear in particular? Like if he's wearing a durak. Okay, so if you <laughs> it means like so if you decided to to dress unemployable for a weekend, what would be your outfit? Like yeah. what, what what are you going to look like? Actually, I don't know. Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I don't know how to dress. <laughs> if you're saying album. this, yeah, for me, this I put this a casual t-shirt, yeah, and, you know, my shorts or jeans, yeah, yeah. But that, that's what I'm asking. So these people are they wearing what? What are they wearing? Mm. Okay, <laughs> but you know they do. I like the fact that well, I'm not encouraging it, but they do invest in some of them do invest in good businesses. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I feel like so money laundering. This actually gets more interesting when we get to our final segment. But yeah, no problem. Okay. <laughs> All right, so let's 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 go to South Africa for a bit. Where V, you were talking about nudes. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So someone, so this guy is raised, is you know, upping his game and actually collecting clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> I never even knew there was a plural for that word. Clitorises. Yeah. Clitorises. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, this guy is actually collecting them. A physical collecting them in freezer. Yeah, he's a I collector. Wow. <laughs> so then oh, that wow. means like, he has to kill his victims. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cut off their clit. I, yeah, that's it. Or maybe, like, you know, like, okay, with FGM, they cut off this. This, 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 this. Oh, yeah. yeah. It can be yeah, so cut maybe without killing the person. So maybe he FGM goes to FGM ceremonies and collects the clitorises. <laughs> no, but, uh, no, but then you, you, would, you would guess that this person has to be really messed up to yeah, do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy is called Peter Friedrichsen mm-hmm. and he faces 59 charges. Mm. Assault with intent to do grievous bodily harm. Possession of unregistered medicine, distribution and possession of child pornography. Kite. <laughs> how, how many did they say he had? What? The, the, the clitoris? Yeah, how many did they say? Uh, I, I'm not sure. Yeah. Tw- I, I'm not sure about that. 21, yeah. 20. So yeah, 21. It's a serial Yeah, he's a serial collector. collector. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And a serial That's killer. Possession of child pornography, conspiracy mm. to murder, bigamy. He also... I mean, possession of illegal firearms. This mm. guy's... He does Boy, Everything. Everything. Yeah, and he apparently killed his wife. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, she was she was meant to be a witness for a case that he's being investigated for. Oh. So yeah. So why is okay? Well, of course, <laughs> yeah, yeah. of Sounds course, like it has to be in court because it's going to ask. It does. <laughs> it does. For real. That's Jesus. Why would he be collecting them though? You know, psychopaths. Yeah, when you when you watch like, the CID movies, they tell yeah. you those who take pictures just like yeah, keep saying yeah, you know, mm. just to remind them of the victims, etc. So yeah. maybe that's it. That's Wait, his thing. So they were just in the freezer. Yeah, it doesn't say what he was gonna do. And he's preserving them. What, yeah, mm-hmm. no one knows what he was going to. Ooh. He's preserving them for a later date. Wow, I, I don't know what yeah, that was, but yeah, that's just. Yeah, oh. maybe he just likes to collect trophies. No, so that represents his trophies. Yeah, but for guys like this, it's, it's prison like 
<laughs> is that all they can do? Like, can they? Oh, so you're all for the death penalty? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh well, if the I You've mean, killed people. if they can do the same thing to him, like what he does, well, probably cut, cut off a few things, stuff. you know. Yeah. Mm. Okay, Lamar. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, because, going all in. I'm going to. For me, after all this, even going to prison, he's still going to live in, pr- in prison. Yeah, the, uh, in where South Africa. Yeah. I don't think the prison system is it's, that harsh. Yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah, so he he probably have a have a life and die if if he lives long to about sixty seventy. Meanwhile. Would have messed up some young girl's life for life for life and she mm-hmm. yeah, but then isn't it like if they kill him then he's not there to experience the 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 not having the thing no, that like, if you kill him it's too simple but then he's, he's just dead. gone he's, he's just gone. he just died he's yeah, just, but that, that's the easy that's way out so for you I mean, like, you want for, him to suffer for the ladies yes, so he should suffer want, he for the ladies he's messed with torture yes yeah. yeah for the ladies he's messed with they're still walking around aren't they and they're going to remember this torture for the oh, rest of their lives dead. yeah I, I mean those that those dead. that lived yeah those that I'm saying if they are, they are victims that are alive mm-hmm. I mean they'll be working with this trauma for the rest of their lives yeah and if you're just going to inject you and you just die and just going to bury you somewhere, I mean, I think they should, yeah, do something. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Mm. Okay. All right. So let's get into um, our main topic for today. And uh, we want to talk about the true picture of entrepreneurship and employment after graduation yeah. from university in Ghana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I know those sides represent, I mean, they, they mean that there's a lot to say here. Oh, yeah. But um, I think, first of all, we need to talk about our educational system yeah. and how much it adds value to students and prepares them for, you know, employment after school. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. Everything is very theoretical. Thank you. Everything is theoretical. In Ghana, everything is theoretical. I was going to say that our educational system basically forces students to chew and pull. Mm. Yes. Mm. And there's very little... uh, I'm sorry. There's very very little practical, you know, Mm -hmm. work done. There's a lot of theory, like you're saying, Kess. I feel like students are motivated to pass their exams more than they are actually, you know, um, taught, like... Allowed to learn. Mm. Yeah, I, well, uh, personally, I think it's because in in our education system, intelligence is judged by grades. Mm. That's yeah. that's 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 one of the challenges we're facing with our education system. That if if you're not getting the good grades, it means you're not intelligent, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's a problem because the people who are intelligent people more like innovative who want to create something but when it comes to the books they are they're not they're not quite there right and we need to the educational system needs to accommodate all these people and that's why some of these foreign countries are thriving because i mean we're talking about this sometime and a couple of friends that i mean if you're a kid in probably the u.s or canada or somewhere i mean whilst whilst you're playing in the house your dad sees you like arranging the Lego and all that. It's like, okay, maybe this guy wants to be an architect. So then they start giving you stuff that's related to architecture. Mm-hmm. So They encourage you to yeah, learn yes. those skills. So the person, at, at a certain point in the kid's life, the 
the kid won't really have to go to architecture school, but would have picked up certain basics of architecture yeah. just from those things, right? And if it's drawing, of course, they will, they will, they will encourage you to do that. But in, in Ghana, for example, it's not, that's not what it is. What, growing up, I wanted to play football. Like professional football, <laughs> and my dad was always against, it and I never understood. Like, yeah, I can why, that. why? That's what I want to do, and he said, "No, you're my first son, and I wouldn't want anyone to tell neighbor Penino yeah, football, <laughs> yeah, especially because he feels footballers have got hairstyles, yeah, pierced yeah, earrings, you know, and that's not what he wants. Yeah. The picture he wants, yeah, he didn't care whether that's that's what you're. That's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. none of his business. It's the picture that's out there yeah. that he that he's more concerned about. It's a good about. thing you mentioned that picture because I don't want us to go off topic. But my I'm going to, my mom, for example. Yeah. If there were there were people that said they wanted to play football, mm-hmm. and then she would she would be like, nah, you know, those guys are rough. You know, you're going to join a bad group of people mm-hmm. who are just going to influence you negatively. Yeah. But then. When my brother said he wanted to play basketball, it was a different pers- pers- you know perception. I was yeah. like, "Oh yeah, basketball is actually cool." So yeah, <laughs> he can, if he wants to do it, yeah. as long as he he really wants to do it and he's serious about it, mm. then he can do it. So like you were saying, the picture that's in your mind, that's what makes them. But going back to what we we're saying, I'll say that I feel like um, we have a lot of people who are out there. They are qualified, but they're not competent, mm. and that's that's where the that's where the difference is. It, it, they come out of school, they have their degrees and everything, but it's not reflective in their work because all they do is pass for, like, learn, for, study for the exam, pass it, and then after that, it's over. Yeah. So when they come out, they, they are not employable. I mean, they are, they are qualified, but they are just not competent. Yeah. I remember someone was ranting some weeks ago about how people, certain people in Ghana cannot write professional emails. Mm. And I f- and I could really relate to that because it's actually very true. Yeah. Yeah. Um. For in school, right? Yeah. They, they usually paint the perfect picture for the students. You know, like oh, once you get out of school, you have a good degree. I mean, at sooner or later, the jobs will start calling for you. But that's not what it is out here. You know, like. In the in the real world, in school, it's just like some fantasy thing. Yeah. When you come out, then you realize that is, I mean, you can actually send out your CV and then not get any calls at all. Mm-hmm. No, but they they don't even call to acknowledge that oh, we have received your CV and it's, it's going through a process or anything. And I think the education system should begin to let them know that this is the reality out there, and start to train mindsets. That if you come out and the job is not coming, these are your options. You can do this. You can do this. You can do this. But they, they never really open our mind to all these perspectives or these aspects of after school life. You understand? So I well. think we never develop our creative sides. Up till mm. now, I'm still looking for what my talent is or what I'm good at doing. Yeah. <laughs> but if in school, <laughs> if in school we are encouraged to do a little bit of art, a little bit of yeah. um, all these things that we do with our hands, all these creative jobs mm. and works, then we can develop something. Yeah. We know that oh, I'm good at drawing, yeah. so I can do that. Even if not as a main job, as a side job yeah. or something. Yeah. But That's we true. don't. So basically, from an early age, I feel like students, kids should be taught collaboration and innovation. Like they should be 
given activities to do together mm-hmm. so that from an early age they understand this is from you know if we're talking about entrepreneurship mm-hmm. because yeah. in our society we have about 200,000 graduates coming out of school yeah. every year yeah. and a lot of them are going to apply for limited jobs 200,000 yeah. so we have about 200,000 wow. and then at every time there are two about just about 233,000 student graduates unemployed unemployed at every given time. Like, as we speak right now, there's that many graduates out there yeah, who are unemployed. So, obviously, entrepreneurship has to become a huge factor mm-hmm. for our society. Mm. And for me, um, I feel like Nanado's government is encouraging how they seem to be committed to, you know, improve that. Yeah. yeah. Because now we have, what, tax incentives for young entrepreneurs yeah. so that would encourage people that okay well we can we can go into we can actually start small businesses yeah. or if i have a small business i can expand yeah i well i think also with the entrepreneurship thing there's, there's this picture with the youth that entrepreneurship means i'm starting my own business alone mm. and that's where the yeah, and, and, comes in. and I'm, I'm trying to run a business but being an entrepreneur you can have like six or seven people on the team yeah and all of you are entrepreneurs because you're starting the thing on your own together as a team right Mm -hmm. Uh aha but the the there's this misconception that being an entrepreneur means you have to do everything on your own and well there's there's advantages to that and there's disadvantages but i mean the more we are more collaborative yeah the the easier it is for us to solve to an extent, this unemployment problem. Because yeah. if you're starting on your own, well, that's one graduate employed who's probably going to employ other people. But then if you're doing it together as a team, well, you have you have a lot of people at the top. Yeah. And then you can also yeah. employ other people, yeah, to join a team. So, I yeah, feel I like our educational system is so important in this because um, you have people who, like, in other countries... Yeah. When the kids are very young, they have things like show and tell. Yeah. So at an early age, they have kids come out and express themselves and yeah. be creative. Yeah. You understand? Why does this feel like in Ghana, why do we have to wait till the university level before yeah. we are given these opportunities yeah. to express yes. ourselves? And that's where a lot yeah. of creativity is lost. Yeah. Because, you, I mean, you're a kid. That's the time where you need to develop these things. We wait when you get into university, and all of a sudden you have to produce yes. your end of end of you have to produce yeah. your you know, um, final yeah. paper, yeah. 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 final report. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like there are a lot of people out there who don't who don't know how to do it. They don't they don't. Mm-hmm. It just springs up on you. Yeah. One day you wake up and yeah, you have to do it. And then that's why now people are making a business of Out writing of these things for people. <laughs> They're making mm-hmm. loads of money because a lot of people don't know how to do it themselves. So they, they don't even give training on how to do these things. No, they don't. They don't. I mean, no, oh, yeah. like only when the time comes. When the time comes, the lecturer comes and say, "Yeah, it's time for. It's that time now." So yeah, if you're going to do this, you need to do this and this and that. Lemo, more. Am I wrong? Uh, they they don't they don't tell us how to go about it. They say, "Okay, you're, for example, I study development planning." Yeah. Mm. But with development planning, the presentation is almost every other week because oh, you need okay. yeah because it's it's planning development for and this is not during mm. the, the you're talking about your final year right no from the first oh, from year the first yeah my, year. My, okay. my well my my the course i studied is more 
there's a lot of practical work. Oh, okay, in it, yeah, okay. Like so a, that so that helps. Yeah, that's that's that, okay. that helps. So okay. from the first day, you start doing presentations, etc. But the thing is, when I got into university, the first the first year they said, okay, you're going to be presenting every other week your findings from the projects that we are giving to you. It was new, totally new to me, yeah. and it's not like there's going to be a lecturer is going to sit you down and say, okay, um, when you f- get your findings, just say, well, you're going to do a presentation. You use PowerPoint to use this yeah. font, use this font size, and then the rest is left to you. However, you're going to express yourself if you've never done it before. No one really takes you through it. You just mm. have to find a way to learn it. So then what happens is in the classes when people are presenting, those who usually get the thumbs up for their presentation, you need to pick up setting things from them so that you add yeah. it to your presentation mm-hmm. as the time goes on. But that's not how it should be. Just like you said, I mean, we should be given the opportunity to do these things from a younger yeah. age so that when we get there, it's, it's more comfortable for you. Yeah. To and what's, what's interesting is that we spend so much time in school. Yeah. <laughs> I have, like, there are kids who get home, like, like after 6 p.m. And my dad comes home earlier than some of these kids. Mm. You know, and I'm asking myself, why are we spending so much time in school? But yet we come out and then we find it so difficult to actually work. Mm. Hmm. Like, uh, this is, this is like, I, I, I haven't experienced uh, the Ghanaian education. education, like, not, not through and through. So, like, yeah. I, I really don't know what to say on the matter. But I have spoken to a few like people that have employed people and the thing that they they seem to have a problem with is the fact that people don't use their initiative like you see something's going wrong you can fix it yourself but you wait for your boss to tell you do this or do that like when you could have just done it yourself and um yeah i feel like from the little bit of the education system that i did experience it w- I remember back in JSS how we'd have to write, we'd have notebooks for different subjects and you have the textbook for the subject and basically teacher comes, stands in front of you, teaches you what's yeah. in the textbook <laughs> and then yeah. you have to copy word for word, word what's for in the textbook yeah. into your notebook. Like why? Yeah, why think, am I doing that? I think it's important to mention that a lot of it also comes down to how teachers are motivated. Mm. For oh, them, yeah, the yeah I'm not getting paid enough for yeah. this. So why am I going to go all out? Yeah. I'm going to give you one thing. Some teachers have been using the same notes for more than a decade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the kids just recycle it. Yes. Oh, shit. So, <laughs> so it's like, yeah, why would I do that? So they basically just come dump the notes on the kids. And the kids have to reproduce. And the kids are also forced to... They're not allowed to be creative because the teacher doesn't want to go do research mm-hmm. for something that... There's something no, new that you no brought. Yeah, there's no, pa- yeah. there's no passion in You are going job. to, as a kid, you want to bring new information. You want to bring new information. Mm-hmm. The, the teacher doesn't know. He doesn't want to spend time doing that extra research. So he's like, listen, give me what I gave you. Mm-hmm. So you're forcing the is, kid to just... Is education a course that is studied in Ghana, Ghanaian universities? Like I, I wonder. Like something? Yeah, because in the States, they have education as a course, mm-hmm. and then that's when you go on to become a, a yeah, I think there, I think there is such a course because I know we have training teacher training schools, yeah. but then is that really university? That's like a 
poly. I don't know. I don't know what. That's also like some type of tertiary. But then it's like, oh, maybe I didn't do quite well. Yeah. So I'll just go on to. And that's, yeah, that's that thing. And some teachers actually want you to answer their exams and their questions word for word as they gave you in the notes or as in the textbook. And how are you learning if you're giving word for word? Because of that. Because in Finland, they actually pay their teachers just like doctors. And teachers are motivated to do yeah. what they're supposed to do with kids to the you know for their kids so we should probably look into that yeah and also different people learn differently like yeah. yes. people are um stimulated by visuals people are, are able to take mm-hmm. on things just by hearing them like there's different types of people so you can't be teaching people with the same way method like mm-hmm. <laughs> But I think with our education system, people don't really focus on um, looking at the child as, or, or the student as yeah. an individual. It's just a collective. You're in my class. This yeah. is what you're all going to learn. Yeah. It's the same thing. Um, again, what you said, when people don't, they're not incentivized to really yeah. do anything. So they're not going to take that extra time to find out what somebody learns, better, a better way that for somebody to learn. Like They're not going to really do that. So, yeah. And we are very concerned okay. with degrees as well. Yeah. Like, I finished my first degree. My parents said, oh, you should go do master's. You finish your master's. Like, oh, what's about PhD? Like, you just want to get all the degrees. Yeah, and it's like, what I need that um, experience as well to be able to get a job. You go into a job and it's like, I'm employing people with master's. And then you you go and get your master's and you go and they said, oh, you don't have experience. Like, mm, like how does that people? Yes. <laughs> You want the master's or you want experience? <laughs> yeah, well, oh. the the experience is well now. It ca- sometimes it even counts more than the degree now mm. yeah. because now they want people who can actually do the job yeah. and not. It's not just about having the qualification. Mm. So, for example, in schools, I think they don't these internships that they do. It's it's very important for your development as. Yeah an employable graduate because then you work in um, a corporate setting, you know what the what it entails to be working for someone and like the various roles that you play whilst working in an internship, right? Mm. So it's important that we, we, we get those in school to do these internships more often. Uh, if 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 you get you get them doing that, they, they get used to the office system, you understand. So when they come out of school, it's easier for them to settle into a job. Mm-hmm. But if you've never, if you've never worked an internship or never done anything, they take you into an office straight away. I mean, you're going to start sending emails to bosses. You're going to start sending reports. You'll be having presentations, etc. If if you've never done anything again, you're doing it to seem like you're you're not capable of doing the work. But it's just because you've never been exposed to anything like that before. So. Mm-hmm. Are internships encouraged in school? Uh, well, they, they, usually they, they, it's like a passive comment. Like they say, oh, the, the letters are ready in the office. You can go and get it and do an internship. This, But it's like nobody stresses the importance yeah. of the internship yeah. in yeah. schools. Uh-huh. Yeah. So if you're able to stress the importance to them, then they know how important it is. Because most of these students on vacations would rather go on vacation to probably the UK or the US and won't really be doing anything just on a vacation. But if you if you stress the importance of the internship to 
whatever they are studying and then to them being employable after school, then they'll, they'll consider and then make an effort. Yeah, so. And speaking about the employment bit, right, how, much, how many of these graduates are actually ready to be patient and take risks? You understand? Because we live in a society where a lot of people, we're in the social media age, a lot of mm. people want to be seen as successful yeah. as early as possible. So everybody wants success early. So for someone, you know, they want to see it come quickly. So even if they have maybe an opportunity to work in a job that isn't necessarily so glamorous, pay-wise or whatever, they probably will still wouldn't take it because it wouldn't get, make him rich fast. Mm. You understand me? Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, that's a massive problem. I mean, you have to start from somewhere. You can't just sit yeah. there and then expect to get it. Especially from where we are, where there really aren't that many jobs out yes. there. Yes. And yeah. we are all literally fighting for the same things. Because really, if you think about it, you, you shouldn't really need a degree to be a teller at a bank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are people with high school diplomas who are tellers out yeah. elsewhere, yeah. right? Yeah. But over here, you go through school, university, you come out, and then you're probably going to be a teller. You know what's, what's funny? Your parents will probably be more, much more proud of you out saying that you're a teller at a bank, in a bank than yeah. if you said, you know, I'm going to go out on my own and be an entrepreneur. Like, I want to start from scratch, mm-hmm. start something myself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You'll be surprised the aptitude test you have to take to be a teller. <laughs> I'm telling you, you really? like, if some of these bank jobs, yeah. you, you apply and then you get to the aptitude test and you're like, wait, is this like the thesis for my doctorate? <laughs> or Because you can't really understand. I mean, you see the questions and you're like, um, it's a teller job. What, why all these? I mean, they're going yeah. to be asking you all sorts of questions. Mm. Yeah, and it's well. I I think entrepreneurship. It's entrepreneurship is a personal decision, right? Yeah. So there's some there's some people who don't feel like they feel like they don't they don't want to work for anybody. They 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 want to start their own thing and not be under any pressure, but. To be a good entrepreneur, you need to work for somebody and know how the system works, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I, I, I think that it's important that we get people to work for, to just gain some experience from working yeah. for people. No matter what it is, my dad always says, you, you can't just get up and be successful. It's like the youth of today, we want to be 27 and riding in the Benz, yeah. 27 and have your own apartment. Yeah. But my dad always says, you know, all of the people you see who have those things, they didn't just get them. Or it didn't just come to them. Well, the person might have had rich parents. Well, good for them. But you need to go through the process to acquire those things so you don't lose them when you have them. Yeah. Understand how? Because if it comes too easy to you, you won't take good care of them. Uh huh. So it's important that you go through the process. And that's why they always say it's good to start small. Because you start from a VW golf, take care of it, you go, and then gradually, when you get to the, because you have cherished your golf, when you buy a Mercedes Benz, you know, look, this is what I had to go through (laughs) to get a Mercedes Benz. And then you know how to appreciate it and then how to take good care of it. So, it's important that we start small. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay, Kes, go on. No, go on. I know you had to go through cleaning. Yeah, yeah. Here, I've done cleaning, but in the States. Yeah. And even that, I wasn't pleased. Yeah, that's a different conversation, but no problem. Yeah. But um, do you think that has made you appreciate um, work more, just Uh, everything in general? Yeah, I mean, you know, the whole 
dream of coming out of school and landing a big job. I mean, before I, before before I got, I took the cleaning job. I was telling my mom, "Oh, in two years, I'm going to buy my first car." And <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. but you know, then you realize that that's not it's not that straightforward. You know, mm. and then when you when you're there, like after I took the cleaning job, I realized, and even whilst I was doing the cleaning job, I realized people were worse off. Yeah. And that's when I decided, look, you need to appreciate where you are and then just build towards getting something better for yourself. Because, yeah. I mean, there were people, if I, I haven't shared every, everything, but there were people who were doing, and I was surprised, like, yeah, there's a guy who was doing cleaning. He was a mechanic by day and he was a security man by night. Wow. And Where did he get the time? <laughs> Exactly, like I'm wondering when this guy was sleeping because mm, yeah. I was get I was getting home late, sleep for maybe three or four hours, and I thought, look, I'm breaking my back, oh, I can't take this. This is too much stress. But what about him? Like, wh- when does he sleep? When does he? You know. But yeah, that's why I'm. I I think that that experience also made me value certain things, and mm. also it also took pressure off my shoulders. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't look at anybody. Do what you feel is right for you, and you make it. That's that's yeah. just what it is. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the thing um, with our society. The people people don't like to go at there. Like it's the competition. They see people around them, and they feel like I should be doing this. I should be doing that. Like yeah. no, just move at your own pace and take your time. You'll get where you need to be. Put in the work, all that stuff. Yeah, but the thing is, just move at your own pace. Yeah, you don't have to be. 25 and bowling like chill that's why I even get some of these people in the Sakawa business Mm. (laughs) in a house with 30 other men like yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I live in my own apartment (laughs) with 29 other men (laughs) okay Um, alright so before we wrap this up um, we'll do our final segment keeping it real Mm -hmm. and um, yeah so we're just going to give our honest opinion on this uh, question Is it better to be honest and poor or dishonest and rich? Chai. So, Lamo, you are the guest, so yeah, you go first. Which, where, where, where do you fall? Are we allowed to bring perspective into this? Oh, yeah, yeah. come on, feel okay. free, man. It's free so, of mind, so Charlie, free of mind. Um, talking from a Christian background, yeah, then it's better to be honest and poor, yeah. So, that influences your decision, yeah. If, yeah, if that, I mean. Given that I'm a Christian and yeah. I would want to tell the line of Christianity, line, yeah. Yeah, I would say it's better to be. But the reality is, it's really not that easy to choose. Yeah, to do it's that. It's difficult you know, because uh, for me in particular, I, I've come to realize that sometimes you really don't know what a situation. It's easy to talk about a situation when you've not actually experienced yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's very yeah. easy to talk about until you experience it and then you realize that oh wow, it's actually not that easy you know so yeah for me but for me it would, it would also be you know be honest be honest yeah me too because I feel like if you are dishonest wait be honest and poor or be dishonest, dishonest and, and rich yeah uh, stuff may catch up to you and then you yeah, end up even being yeah, poor being and then you're going to be more off. yes you're yeah. going to be yeah. miserable yeah. so for me it's like conscience for me like my yeah, I can't peace of mind yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I'll just rather you know do the honest thing and yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want to have, have to be looking over my shoulder 24-7 mm-hmm. yeah. just to have a, a bit of money in my bank account like yeah. mm. 
Oh, but at the same but time, I don't need that don't money. Need the money <laughs> I listen. I okay. Maybe compromise. Be be slightly dishonest. Be be, be smart. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's what we're calling. Okay. <laughs> be smart and okay. comfortable. Like mm. yeah, yeah. That's, that's what we're calling it. Done. Yeah. Okay. When you have be an opportunity, smart. take the opportunity. If you're not hurting anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Yeah, listen, no, no, listen now. A girl's got to eat, okay? Yeah, yeah, of course. So, if I see, like, you know, there was this thing of this guy saw a whole bunch of money and he went and gave it to the police because he was setting a good example. You could have kept the money. Why why, why are you giving it away for? No, in that case, I wouldn't keep the money. No? Yeah, I mean, yeah. He was saying, oh, you set an example. Maybe it could have been like... Is that superstition or is it like... Oh, no. No, I just... You're not going to turn into like a... um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's what I have. You're not going to turn into some cassava or something. Oh, no, no, Yeah, it's 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 a tough thing yeah, to it's do. Tough, yeah, it's, it's a tough one. Especially like you say, if it's not hurt anybody, like you yeah. just maybe on your way home come across a big bag of cash, and you just decide, okay, you know what? Let me just take this to the police and tell them I found this by the roadside. Mm. Okay, it's, a, it's it's very tough. I mean, it's a, mm. for someone to do that, then it means the person who either has a very high moral code or yeah, just. I don't know, but it's just a very tough thing to do. I mean, if if you find money by the roadside, even not in yeah. high notes, but like mm. even just it's, it's a difficult thing to say. Oh, I found this by the roadside in case you see, you hear of anyone who's lost their money. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah but yeah. but I mean, even in like stuff like business, there's there's loopholes that mm-hmm. people. people yeah. Yeah. Like, listen, That's being be smart. smart. Yeah. That's what I mean. Be smart. <laughs> well, my dad advised against that. I, I've tried so many times to justify it to him, but he's, there was this time my, my, my madam, uh, the one who employed me in the cleaning company, okay. she asked me, she was going to cater for uh, a funeral and then she needed, you know, these, um, they call it bubra, right? Oh, these yeah, okay. beer things. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. And because she's a lady, she didn't know where she could get, get that kind of stuff. Okay. So she said, okay, you know what? See if you can get me. So when I got there and I told the guy, oh, this is the deal. My, my boss wants this, 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 and said, and the question he asked me was, oh, okay, so do, what, what, what's your take? Like, yeah. what yeah, are what's you behind? What's yeah. your kind? And I said, oh, I was surprised. I was like, oh, so that's the thing. It's like, yeah, I mean, once you're giving us business, we need to do something. I was like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Okay. So then I said, how much is the price? He gave me a price. and said, okay, so we'll tell her it's this, and then we'll give you what's on top. So when I go, I was like, oh, yeah, dad, this is, uh, so I'm trying to make some money on the yeah. side. And I said, no. That's not right. Don't do it. Like, it's business. It's the same way someone buys <laughs> yeah. cloth from somewhere for twelve cities and mm-hmm. sells it for fifteen cities. What's wrong yeah, with it? People, people don't. Yeah, and, that at all. and he was no, no, no. That's not the right thing. Still stealing. Mm-hmm. So you don't do it. Yeah, yeah. I, so. it, I think it's quite common because I hear people go ask for receipts. You know, people don't take receipts all the time. Mm-hmm. Like if you go to a gas station or something, and then you're like, how much should I make it? Like, mm. it's five CDs, right? Five Life, CDs, yeah, but yeah. maybe ten CDs so that yeah. they can they get can that get extra cut, money. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, like, how yeah. much should I make it? Yeah. So at least we know Lamar is not sharing this episode with his brother. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, you t- I mean, you didn't do it, right? Uh, what? Yeah, I did, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. But, well, there have been other situations. similar situations where, yeah, I... 
I've, I've, I've joined them to do, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, the experiences you learn from them and you, you, you learn that, okay, this is not how, this is not how I want to live my life. So, okay. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. Um, it's been a great show, guys. Thank you so much for joining me today. Lomo, it's been wonderful having you. It was wonderful to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, that was great. <laughs> yeah. you, hopefully, you can join us again some other time. Yeah, sure. 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 Yeah. All right. So, guys, um, if you haven't done this already, please follow us on Twitter at GCR Free Your Mind. Follow us on Instagram at The Gold Coast Report. On Facebook, The Gold Coast Report as well. I messed this up last week. I won't do it again this week. <laughs> Free Your Mind at The Gold Coast Report if you want to send us emails. Dot com. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I did it again. Don't come. Okay. That's where we go. Anyway, yeah. So, um, see you guys next week. Bye. 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 BC results, everybody come and check. My heart started cuts, mama said, go and check. I go see results, hey, crap, everything make black, give you cartoon. I tell my shadow, I can't believe that I made it through. Pop John, be my next school. Time catch for me now, I go school. Time catch for me now to finish school. Time catch for me now, I'm going to. I'll be the job for your eyes, but they got that school. I'll be the job for my eyes, and that's it, that's it, sorry. I passed the level where I always go to worry about what you think about me, sorry. What are the dream? I guess what I dream. Care, care, it be clearer than what the other seem. You like what you see, it's not what you seem. No be easy, but at least someday. Everything we make like give me car too. And it is a dream, I don't wanna wake up soon. Ooh, everything I see be like a tune. And it is a dream, I don't wanna wake up soon. Everything make like give me car too. My life they pass my eyes.